Hello, welcome to the Trading Junkies podcast by the Betfair Trading Community. Now, you're probably listening to this going, whoa, that's not Martin's voice, that's Ryan. And if you want to tune out now because you don't like me or you prefer Martin or you just don't want to listen to this, that's fine. I won't take it personally um, at all. Uh, I know you guys love Martin. Martin is an incredible trader um, and a key part of BTC. I just thought I would do a podcast talking about the last sort of 12 months of trading really what i've noticed in the in the forum that we've got and how that impacts to the wider world of trading and just some of the things that i've observed and the things that that i've noticed and what i've been doing to combat that now we're probably going to end up playing a bit of covid bingo here because i don't think we can talk about if i'm talking about the last 12 months and how that's had an impact on trading and the forums and just sports people and sports teams in general we're probably going to um, come over a few of the uh, the main topics of covid i promise i won't use the words hands face space um apart from that um but uh, yeah get your bingo cards out at the ready and um get chopping off and uh, marking chopping off yeah, marking off some of those covid sayings that you have heard everywhere. Now, I wanted to do this podcast because I was looking through the forum, I was reading through it. Um, I spent a good sort of last four or five weeks doing that really, just going back over the posts and my own trading and looking at how different it's become because of of COVID. Um, So tennis, for example, has been pretty much non-existent. It's just non-existent at the minute. And now we have the the issues that we're having with the Australian Open and players are off into quarantine, that's having a massive impact on on tennis. And I think it's going to have a, a lasting impact going forward because one of the things that, that I always, I go off is momentum when I'm trading. So a lot of this is going to be linked to my trading um, and the members um, that I've seen. So a lot of my tennis trading is momentum trading. So I trade in the first set. That's pretty much 95% of my trading on tennis is done on the first set. And I'm looking at players that I think are value. So I've priced them up lower than the current odds that I'm getting on Betfair. And one of the key components of that is momentum as well when I get into the game. So I'm looking, can that player... Can that player take this set on if they do get out in front? And some of that momentum is linked to the crowd. So with the with there being no crowds, it's going to be harder for my player to to thrive off that. But also if we take that back a step and think about players anyway, they're human beings. So all of the pastimes that they enjoy, all of those little de-stressors that they have leading up to these games. They're not there anymore. That's bound to have an impact. And that's the same for football as well. So I'll cross over into football trading a bit. But, you know, if you're a tennis player and you're locked up in a hotel room, it must be absolutely awful just staying in your hotel room, not being able to do much, just focusing on the game in hand. Now, some players are going to run with that and that they're going to be totally fine with that and some players are really really going to struggle but as a trader we don't know which players are going to struggle yet or not 
we know which players tennis are erratic on the court but that doesn't mean that they're erratic mentally when they're on their own it just means that their game is slightly erratic they might be going for an erratic spell with their serve etc and that's having a an impact throughout the trading world and then it's we can't really talk about what we'll be doing with the tennis just yet. Well, well what I will be doing, but I will. I've always waited for um, both players to serve. I'm probably going to wait a little bit longer now on that one, just to make one hundred percent sure. And I'm probably going to look at which players. What I'm going, I'm going to try and find out what players have been doing. What's their lead up been like? I'll be watching more press conferences, if there is any, I'll probably be stalking their Instagrams more to see the kind of things that they have been doing. Because there's got to be some pent-up aggression in these players. They've got... They're athletes. Tennis players are athletes and they've got all this power and all this amazing skill. And now they're pent up for a while. How is that going to trigger into their game? What's going to happen when they are in a match or when they are in a situation and they go to hit that ball, are they going to give it a little bit? Because, you know, oh, I've been locked up for a while. Because I know I would. I would want to really give it some. And I know that they're professionals and I'm not. And if you've seen me play tennis, you'll definitely know I'm not a professional. I'm probably the third worst player in the history of the sport. But there's got to be a lasting impact on that coming into the coming into the tournament. So I just want you to keep your eye on that. So I'll start with the tennis because it's very short and there hasn't been much of it. So we can't really go too deep into that. But then we move into the football. Now the football thread of BTC over the last 12 months has been absolutely amazing. Um, there's been so many views on that thread alone and so many people helping each other, which is amazing and great to see. But in terms of trading, one of the things that I've noticed is that second half goals have got really popular. And I think one of the reasons for the popularity in the second half goals is the fact that the first half goals market or goals being scored in the first half has dropped. You're now seeing teams not score as many first half goals. So that has a knock-on impact to the second half because some of these games might have been dead and buried at halftime or if they were 1-0 and it was a team like Liverpool, for example, and they're playing a team like Fulham, you think, gosh, at 1-0, Liverpool know how to manage this game. They know how to manage this game. So they might not score again, but they they definitely know how to manage this game. They're going to see this game out. If they, if they create a chance, they might score it, but they'll manage this game. So I don't see there being a second half goal, potentially. That's just one example. I think I'm seeing that now is the second half goals are rife. There's goals coming in all over and from all different types of teams. And I think some of it is that the golfing class for me isn't as broad. It doesn't, just from a spectator watching point of view, it doesn't seem to be as broad anymore. You're having players who seemed untouchable come up against right and left backs who are good but they shouldn't be having the games they're having against the players they're having and they are and I think some of that is 
definitely down to to atmosphere. You know, if you are one of those players that really thrives off going into a cauldron and you know that you're just going to fire up the fans and you're going to you're going to really play off that. Diego Costa for example would just love playing in a cauldron. Luis Suarez. You know, they they almost go up a gear in a cauldron. They like that atmosphere. And you're not having that. But then that gives the opposing team, that gives them confidence in their ability to to come at you. And you've seen that all over, not just in England, but all over the all over the world where they're playing football. You're seeing the golfing class isn't as prominent, I don't believe, at this current time. And that's one of just one of the reasons and one of the things that's been happening that I've noticed and talking to traders, they've been telling me, especially in the community, and we're seeing that. We're seeing second half goal filters be created all all over and they're doing really, really well. Now that's not to say that the first half goals aren't doing well. It's just to say it's different now. So the teams that I had nailed down and always kept coming up for first half goals in my in my own trading, they're not coming up as much anymore. And then the teams and the results that they're getting, I'm surprised. I genuinely am surprised that some of these teams aren't burying them by half time. But I, the golfing class just, just isn't there. And I know that some of the players, they're not having the performances that I I knew I know that they can have. And I think some of that is definitely, definitely down to the atmosphere. But I also think some of it is down to frustration. As like I said with the tennis players, if you are a human being, you crave certain things, social interaction, and you do need that downtime. You know, these players have immense amounts of pressure on them. Immense, which is only being added to by the media and all those different outlets saying, you know, they're well, they're footballers, you know, all they do is kick a ball and blah, 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 blah. They're still human beings. They still want to see their family. Yes, some of them have broken the rules, etc. But they still want to go play golf as a release. They still want to do various different things that they're not allowed to do. So it's obvious that they're going to be frustrated. And then, you know, we are also creatures of habit. So your schedule is thrown totally out of whack. There's all these different regulations and different things that you have to do now and different testings. People don't always like change. That's throwing out your rhythm as well. And it must be really, really difficult to get into a rhythm. You know, some players are handling it absolutely amazingly, but others aren't. And it's having a knock-on effect. And it's a team sport football so if a couple of your teammates aren't performing at the level that they used to it's having a knock-on effect on your team which has a knock-on effect on the trading now I might just be rambling on and this might not make any sense or you might totally disagree with me that's fine I'm just talking about my what I've seen and how it's impacted my traded trading and what I'm doing and the things that I'm doing is I'm waiting longer to get into the games now I'm trying to, this is where the match reading really comes into it. I'm trying to just wait a little bit longer, just look at certain different assumptions. And I'm making more, this is one of the things that I am doing, I'm making more individual notes on players. Individual notes on players. Just like I do with tennis, I have a 
a notebook and when I spot things about players, I, I write them down. I've never really done it as much on football. Yeah, the key players I have in the teams. But now I'm looking at other players as well, players that are stepping into the limelight or players that are stepping away from it, players that are on a bad run of form and how that's impacting the trades. Because if you have a right back, for example, um, who isn't doing very well, now a team's targeting them because that's going to impact my trade. So where is the team getting... Where is the team getting down that... Uh, is the team getting down that left-hand side at that right-back? Yes, no. Okay, great. Well, is that striker... Is he in the box? Is he ready for the ball? How is his games? Is he looking good? Is he looking strong? Is he up for this? Etc, etc. Does it look like the fans... No fans are playing a part in their game? I said a long time ago that Liverpool would struggle without fans. I mean, then you compound the the injuries that they've had at, at centre-back and then you've taken out their midfielders and put them in defence, it's going to have an impact. But if you're in a rut like that those front three are, yeah, they're not getting the, the service, but there's no crowd to lift them up a gear. You know, that's the... And if you think the fans are the support, you know, we are called supporters for a reason because we don't just support the team, but we support the players, sing their name. So when they're having a bad game, we sing their name, we support them, we lift them up, we help them find that extra gear. That's gone. All these players have got now is just just going through lockdown motions. You know, are some of them going on social media and seeing all the negativity around them? How is that impacting them? There's lots of different things to play and it's all something that I think as a trader I need to I need to know a little bit about I need to understand how that is going to impact my trades because let's face it the New York Stock Exchange traders who trade companies they know information about their companies that they're trading or looking to trade they know who's running that company the kind of area that they're in the kind of decisions that their company leaders as leaders make they know a lot about the companies and I think it only makes sense that we do the same as traders and then if we think about the teams in general there's three ways that teams create revenue through sort of tv through sponsors and then also match day revenue I was looking at some stats actually and I found some for America and actually the match day revenue in America was the lowest so tv was highest Sponsors was second highest, match day was third. But all of those three make up the revenue of of the teams. So if the revenue's down, then that has an impact on everything. That has a re- an impact on player acquisition, on if a team is having to let go of some of the support staff or are some of the support staff furloughed. You know, that usually help and make a big difference in keeping that team running efficiently and effectively. You know, we we see these teams now and we hear captains talking about the ground staff, the canteen staff, this staff, this staff, etc, 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 all of the staff at the stadium and, you know, that all goes to create the buzz of that team. It is a bigger team than just the 11 players we see on the pitch. How is that impacting them? You might be thinking I'm getting too granular. Um, 
I'm just thinking out loud and just looking at some of the conversations that I've had with traders and how that's impacted my own trading. So just to summarize that, I think it's like everything with trading. I've been around trading for a very, very long time now and it's always evolving. But at the very, very core of it, you just have to ask yourself, is your original hypothesis correct? And what do you need to find out to confirm that? And that's whether you're doing the research before the game, whether you're watching the game and you've got your trade about to about to start. Is, is what I'm about to trade right? Does it go along with my original hypothesis? Why? And question that. Why Why is that? Then if you get those confirmations, yes, you can go into that trade. And then when you exit the trade, the exact same. And then when you finish that trade and you go back through those notes, look at, look at that. Break it down. Why did you make that decision? Was it the right decision? So thank you very much for listening, guys. It's a little bit of a short one, a little bit of me sort of rambling away about what I think about my trading and how I have seen a slight difference in that through the COVID-19. So I promise you Martin will be back. Um, you won't be getting loads of me. Um, if you do want to see more of me though, you can. I am inside of the community and I am also on the YouTube channel. So until next time guys, stay green.